It's so funny. Your mouth is moving. Hey, Weirdos Randos, and this is a podcast based out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, about everything and nothing. We're your hosts and brothers. I'm Chorus. And I'm Taylor. And together we prove that, yes, indeed, anyone can start a podcast. You can consider us the background noise beneath the soundtrack of your life, or maybe even something slightly less significant than that. The Padilla brothers are not responsible for the opinions, jokes, hopes, and or dreams expressed in this program. They are merely the nonsensical mutterings of two brothers recorded for your listening displeasure. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode two. I was gonna. <laughs> you were gonna do it. I was gonna do like a really loud woo, but then you thought maybe I shouldn't you, blow you, out you, everyone's ears. You can also you came up with the all right. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> so that and, wasn't big enough for you. No, my my woo. Welcome back wasn't. It was too big. Okay, well let's did. let's try it again. All, all right. right, let's do it again. Okay. Welcome back to the podcast, episode woo! two. <laughs> That's gonna now I have to fix that in post so it doesn't kill everybody. All right, well, uh, this is fun. Thanks for listening back last week. Uh, we just had a ton of fun messing around and arguing about random topics. That's what we do best. Yeah, it's, it's really truly the only way we bond. So, thank you for, <laughs> for uh, joining us as we kind of open this little window into our weird brotherly love here. Um, I think we were going to talk about this week, I collected a few headlines. Um, from this last week, maybe a week and a half, um, just things that are occurring online. And uh, we're too lazy to read the articles, so I just want to get your reaction to the headlines and we'll kind of see where it go, goes. See where it goes with those headlines. So we're going to do a, like a 10 by 10 style. So he's got he's got 10 of those things, and then I've got another. Um, we'll be putting together the official dump list. And if you know anything about the dump list, well, that's, that's fine. We'll explain it. But... <laughs> Yeah, um, I think I only have nine, but let's get this going. Well, that ruins the system. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make one up. Okay, just make one up. Okay. That's what it is. It's nine truths and a lie. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, there's CNN, so it's nine lies and a truth. Nine lies and a maybe truth. Okay. Okay. So let's get this one going. (laughs) Uh, The first headline that caught me this week was uh, from CNN. There are more than 9,000 types of trees that we don't know of yet. So let Wait, that then sink how in. How do they know that those trees exist? <laughs> My point exactly. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, the subtitle here says a study pulled data from around the world to show that there are roughly seventy-three thousand types of trees on Earth, and some nine thousand two hundred are unaccounted for. I have no idea how they came to that point. What does that mean? It just mean? seems like they're lying. There's, there's. What does that even mean? I have no idea. Somebody had to have known that those 9,000 existed. Or they're speculating. Or they're like... Oh, no, thought- it says 9,000 types of trees we don't know of yet. That we... So what is... Was somebody like... They probably took a poll and they were like, how many types of trees do you think there are? 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 10,000 more. 10,000 more than we actually know about. Yeah, so maybe it was like, how many trees do you think there are? And all the smart people said... <laughs> 80,000 no 80,000 80,000 and they're like no there's actually 70,000 70, so 
that leaves us with about 10,000 more we need to keep an eye out for. What the heck? That's a weird headline. Well, it's headlines like this that make me lose faith in just about every system that we have. Well, yeah. Because because how Take many people... one second of thought. Right. Even reword the headline a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Like something. Just play along like we know what's happening or like you're not just lying to me and making up, you know, information. Right. Okay, that's the first one. Uh, headline number two, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky are expecting a baby. So, on behalf of the randos, congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Rocky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have nothing to add to oh, that. Oh, come on. What are your first reactions to that? My first reaction is, like, boring, don't care. <laughs> really? You don't care at all? I do not care. Well, CNN cared, so I thought I would share. I always think Rihanna is Beyonce, and I get that wrong. And I don't That's really... hilarious. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because Beyonce they're not is the really... Same. F- famous yeah i know they're not the same I mean, so, person, is, so but... are all these people I, I was just gonna say um <laughs> there is like a video of of someone calling asap they're like hey travis and he like oh, snaps no, and starts like trying no, to punch no, the dude that's not cool <laughs> so that <laughs> but is i so guess i just up. did that so <laughs> yeah you just did that you just played out the example okay uh moving on we have spotify says it will add a content advisory to podcast episodes including discussions of covid19 try me (laughs) go ahead try me (laughs) covid19 god i'm so tired of hearing about covid and i'm tired of talking about covid i'm tired of wearing masks i'm tired of people talking about vaccines i'm tired of it all and I, that's 90% of my job, but... <laughs> well, have you heard about all the Joe Rogan stuff going on right now? Yeah, I did hear about that. Um, I don't remember who was talking about it, but from what I do know about it, it was from his, like, ivermectin posts and his talking about it on his podcast, but also the, the actual doctors and scientists he had on. That, yeah, that, people didn't like that he was <clears throat> interviewing people who had opposing opinions or thoughts um to like the official sort of cdc narrative um although all of his guests that he had on were people that either helped invent the the vaccine technology yeah that guy was like the leading mrna scientist one of the guys like wrote the book yeah it's insane so super qualified people not extremists at all i I listened to that episode and he's like let's be clear i'm not anti-vax well anybody who disagrees with you these days is is an extremist well, that, that's what they're called. Yeah, that's what they're labeled. Yeah, so um, I think it's sad that Spotify is, you know, adding content advisory because that's just a step in the wrong direction. Maybe it's seen as a compromise. Sad. It's really sad. Okay, I don't know what that is. <laughs> you didn't get the fingers? I did, but no, it was you, not a good... No, you got the fingers, but anybody listening didn't get the fingers. It was Donald Trump. That was a terrible... Sad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Australia to spend a record $35 million to protect koalas. What do koalas ever do for you? I have no idea. How I don't many know millions how of dollars is that? $35 million. $35 million. So I, what I want you to do to is somebody, to somebody, that's me a small number. But who? There's got to be people out there that are like, ooh, that's not so bad. Probably lawmakers. Yeah, that's ridiculous to me. Yeah. Um, okay, what are three things you would do better with $35 million? <laughs> with $35 million? Yes. Before, about- before, like you're writing a list. I'm writing a list. Things I need to do with $35 million. How far down that list are koalas? Oh, so far down the list. Like pages and they're, pages. They're page- and they're even farther below than uh, eucalyptus plants even. 
Oh, I totally agree. <laughs> I'm totally 100% prepared to teach children about koalas like dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Take them to the museum, a little stuffed animals there. Here's an animal that went extinct, and here's why. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, what are some other ways you would spend 35 mil? Oh, 35 mil? I'd buy a house, I'd buy a car, um, I'd buy better recording equipment. And <laughs> these uh, are very like tame dreams. These are like just average every day. Yeah, man. $35 million tomorrow. You, what's the thing you well, buy? So here's the thing. Yeah. Is if it, is it like I have to allocate this money to other people? No. What, you, I have $35 million personally. What, here's what I'm saying. You have a line item that is for $35 million. Yeah. Like the Australian government does apparently. Mm -hmm. What do you put in that line item? Anything. It's you. Yeah, so from the top down? Just what is the top thing you would put in that? Top thing is house. A $35 million house. Not a $35 million house. I would not spend that much money on a house. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I want a, a really nice, fully furnished house. Everything in one shot, all paid for, ready to go. Okay. Entire smart house. Whole thing. If I had $35 million right now, what would I buy? Probably some Lamborghinis. I mean, I don't know if I would have like a, a whole stinking car collection. Oh, you know what though? If it's the first thing you'd buy after having $35 million, maybe that's what the question is. It's definitely Amazing Fantasy 15. The nicest one I can find. Really? That's the first thing I buy. What yeah. is that? That's the first issue of Spider-Man. Really? Very first. It goes for like 15,000, but it's not like... So after you're... Even <coughs> the, that's me. like the one thing if, if I know I've made it, if I bought that thing, that's oh, the one that's thing. The thing. That's the thing, because it's a luxury item. It really is. Hmm. But it's like a thing that's like, this is my accomplishment. Yeah, mine would probably be a Lambo. <laughs> I'd probably buy that before a house. A Lambo before a house? No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I was like, like man, I love Lamborghinis. You could drive around McLaren's. looking for houses in a Lamborghini, though. There's no way better to go about house buying than in a Lambo. Or a Bugatti. Or Bugatti. Mm. See, you would have a collection. A car collection. Yeah, I guess so. And you know what, though? <laughs> I, I take that back because I would definitely have a car collection. It would be the Pizza Planet truck, oh, the party bus from, from Ninja Turtles, and a Jurassic Park Jeep. That's funny. Top three cars. Okay. Uh, unknown space object beaming out radio signals every 18 minutes remains a mystery. So first, give me the thoughts on that, and then I have another question. First thought is, yeah, duh. What, what do you mean, yeah, duh? Yeah, duh, no, give, me, give me an articulate <laughs> response. <laughs> there is an object is, beaming course. out signals every 18 minutes. Well, what are the signals made of? Radio signals. Ra they're radio waves. Yes, actual... radio signals, yes. Huh. That's interesting. Is it us from the future beaming this podcast back at Earth? Oh, I think it it's is. Us. It's us. It's us. It's our first episode. <laughs> okay, well, here is my here is my follow up question. If you could beam, if you could beam uh, your own radio signal across the um, galaxy, the galaxy, what would you choose? My own radio signal. Well, you're yeah, you're you're beaming back to Earth, and you're you know what would so you broadcast? Can it be like a radio broadcast, or does it have to be like in code? Oh, whatever. These are okay. fake questions. <laughs> okay. So what I would do is I would send, and I'm assuming I'm sending this to another planet or back to Earth from the future? Just back to Earth. Okay, so back to Earth. 
it would be um oh here this would be cool if you did um the entirety of interstellar the movie in morse code that is so like four dimensional <laughs> wouldn't that be awesome <laughs> that is hilarious because that's the whole premise of the movie right like he's sending messages back to him and his family but it's the whole movie in morse code and then they would start like oh i'm figuring it out and they're like this is just a movie <laughs> they would never figure it out they'd give more money to koalas <laughs> okay yeah Over- maybe that's one thing i would do better with 35 million dollars figure out what the beams are coming from that's great where are the radio signals coming from okay here we are moving on over <coughs> excuse me over 100,000 lives could be saved annually if adults exercise 10 or more minutes a day a new study shows one does that come as a surprise to you no and give me uh three ways you can better spend 10 minutes a day <laughs> three ways yeah i was spending 10 minutes mm-hmm Okay. Because they're telling you to spend 10 minutes exercising. And I'm saying, if I had an extra 10 minutes, I have some other things I want to get done. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 10 minutes is usually the time it takes me to read one issue of one comic. So that's... So you're going to up your comic intake? Uh, Yeah, I'll read one extra comic, um, which is not Avengers. I'm I'm proud to say that I dropped Avengers this week because it's getting kind of boring. Really? Yeah. Why are you proud of that? Because it's boring, and I'm I'm not afraid to show them that I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm giving up. You're on letting the that dollar talk. Letting them go. Wow. Picking up Ghost Rider instead, so that's gonna be pretty rad. Okay. Um, another ten minutes. I would spend. Uh, I would watch uh, half an episode of The Office. They're only twenty minutes. Yeah, they're about twenty minutes or so. Without commercial packs. Yeah, yeah. That's minus the commercials. Um, and then my last ten minutes, I would probably spend um, at work. So however much money that works out to <laughs> just at work yeah just at work because it's an extra 10 minutes it's like what it, it gains you money you so might th- as yeah well. that's something that never really bothered me i don't mind working extra um <clears throat> i spent a few hours working today on saturday it helps me get ahead for next week helps me catch up from the previous week yeah and when it really boils down to it it's like it's 10 minutes yeah it's not that big of a deal it's not that big of a deal <clears throat> uh, yeah i've never understood well i mean maybe if i hated my job yeah, then sometimes, I'd be like, give some, me that 15 minute break or else. Yeah, sometimes I'm at work and I'm having a, a rough day with people on the phone. And, and you're like, <laughs> and you're I'm like, like I, jonesing for a 15? I need to be out by two. Out by two. That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, I think I have a relatively easy job. I'm a graphic designer, so. Yeah. Not super stressful, at least not for me. Um, if I had an extra 10 minutes laying around, what would I do? I'd probably just take a nap. I'd probably take a 30 minute Oh, here's a good one. Maybe maybe we should use that 10 minutes to show prep. Well, <laughs> as you know, my one contingency of doing the show is that I do zero show prep. Oh, that's right. So you could... I spent 10 minutes on my side, but it's not a whole lot. So. <laughs> I spent like seven seconds taking screenshots from the CNN Instagram account. True. So true. there's that. I, f- I would call that a wasted 10 minutes, though. Because it was CNN. Well... What what is weird is I checked out like the other <clears throat> the other all the other major news outlets on their Instagram just for headlines and they were uh, either all political or terribly boring like old news so <laughs> I don't know what kind of I guess there's a good mix they're trying to make people feel productive and encourage them to exercise but <laughs> I don't know the actual station is nothing like that yeah but at some point you end up with ten thousand extra trees nobody knew about 
that's true. You, <laughs> you get so carried away in your own world of CNN. <laughs> you start you making up qu- stats. When you stop questioning headlines like that, that's when you really got to... <laughs> Not yeah, when you stop a, questioning, when you start approving headlines like that. <laughs> yeah, that's when you got to take a step back. Take a like, step back. Take hey, an account of what's going on. Maybe we're the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, this one, Howard Hessman, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, known for his role in WKR in Cincinnati, has died oh, that's at so 81. Sad. Yep, he passed yeah. away. Unfortunately, I still didn't like stick around to watch the WKRP uh, marathon they got going on. But you watch the show from time to time. Oh, yeah, on occasion. Mainly on Thanksgiving. That's a good one. Oh, the turkey drop. The turkey drop. That is so funny. So give the premise of, the, okay. of that episode. That's timeless. Okay. So, uh, and if you're our age, you probably don't even know what No, what this is WKRB old school. This is, like, uh, it's a show from the 70s or early 80s. Oh, God. We are the future of that show. Oh, my gosh, because we're running a radio show out of our house right now. That's crazy. Okay, so basically it's a TV show about a radio station, which is interesting. And um, basically on Thanksgiving, this radio station, they wanted to have a... Like a turkey like giveaway. A, like some kind of... Well, like oh, just no. a promotion right. for the It was for like the radio. A, special, a special broadcast for the Right, holiday. it was... Yeah, a holiday broadcast. And so... They're like, oh, we'll we'll go up in the helicopter and we'll you know we'll throw out live turkeys and they'll fly for the whole. They'll like flutter yeah, down. Yeah, they'll flutter they'll down. Be like majestic stuff. And so they get there and they they get all the way through the the thing and there's a reporter on the ground where ready they're to yeah, like ready report to report about it the, the and they're like we're scene. gonna we're doing this ourselves so it's gonna be this <laughs> this thing that we get our, you know on our radio station first and <laughs> they start dropping these turkeys. And turkeys don't fly. They realize as they drop yeah. the turkeys out that they're flightless <laughs> so, birds. And because turkeys, it's a radio show, we don't see the footage, just, yeah, but it's, it's just, just like, oh, God. Oh, the humanity. Oh. <laughs> and the turkeys are hitting cars. Splatting left and right. And the guy's just like, God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> it's hilarious. That one episode is, is even more funny than probably the rest of the series. Oh, yeah. But it's timelessly funny. Uh, and we watch it every year, so it makes it like Thanksgiving tradition, which there aren't a whole lot of. That's good. Uh, we should yeah. organize an annual turkey drop. Oh, that'd be great. Or, we, or like, we don't have the budget for that. Maybe we could like toss, toss into uh, a giant game hands fryer. off the roof. Yeah, into a fryer. Game hens. I think chickens fly, though, don't they? I don't know. That's probably something you no, should they research flutter. before you throw it out of a helicopter. Yeah, that's true. You should research. <laughs> don't throw things out of a helicopter. <laughs> That's the, that's yeah. the moral of the story. Don't throw living things out of a helicopter. Also, rest in peace, Howard. Thank you for rest your time. Rest in peace, Howard. Bro. What was the character he played? Um, Do you I, I don't remember his name. Oh, man. Well, sorry, Howard. Okay, uh, this is from the Wall Street Journal. COVID restrictions and other uh, overreach bring America toward a libertarian moment. That is true. Yeah, because there's a lot more people now. Well... There are a lot more people that are coming together from the left and the right to say this all sucks. Right. But there are other people that are going way too far the other way. And I don't, I don't, I just, I've, I don't understand. Going the other way. What do you mean? So there, there are people that are, that are super like, yeah, we're, we're so happy the government is doing this. We're so happy they're controlling the, that, you know, making sure that people aren't getting sick and, and mm, not like dying they're out They're like there, going but, all in for the nanny state idea. Right. But like, I don't know. Like, don't. It makes me mad. <laughs> and I can't even think straight. So, and, and I, I 
I've just never been that way. I've never been like, oh, the government knows what's best for me. Well, that's because you've, you've visited the uh, MDV. That's not what MVD. it's called. <laughs> what is it called? The MVD. MVD. There you go. Yeah. Well, you. that's because you've had interactions with the government on the most basic level. Like, how do I get... How do I change my home address and how do I get a driver's license? Oh, yeah, that's And a they nightmare. fumble through that whole situation so terribly every time that you just think, oh, my gosh, the people that are in charge of this are in charge of every other aspect of my life as well. Right. And it's just that life experience that that makes you that way, which is a good thing, though. I think it's it's healthy to have a, you know, your government did for you in your own mind to know their place. Oh, for sure. Well, that's the only way our, our way of life, you know, <clears throat> maintains is if there is a balance of between power and the citizenship. The The article goes and talks a little bit about a trillion dollar spending, um, regulations that kind of overreach into private citizens' lives, cens- censorship of free speech. I think the, the only benefit, if there will be one, of the pandemic and, and of the government's response it's that when we are pushed to extremes, uh, people's ideologies are exposed. It's hard to lie about what you really want when life becomes more dramatic and, and um, polarizing. You know, like <clears throat> I, I used to think there were people in my life that always wanted the government to have full control of me, but they would never say it to my face. Right. And now they're emboldened to just be honest with themselves and, and tell me exactly what they want. And I can call it for what it is. Oh, you know, here's I mean? a headline that might not be in your thing that I did hear about this week. Um, at an NMSU game, uh, there were, I don't remember exactly how many people there were, but there were a bunch of people that were cited and fined for not wearing masks. A couple of people put their masks back on that weren't wearing them. And one person was actually arrested for not wanting to wear their mask at an NMSU game. You're kidding. No, that actually happened this week. And, and she's in jail right now for not wanting to wear a mask. That's insane. Yeah. I don't understand especially how that can when, happen. Especially when, because here's the first thing. It's my choice to, and that's a public place, whether you think it is or not. Legally, it's a public place. Of course. Second of all, it's my choice to do that. If I want to get sick, that's on me. You don't have to sit next to me. You don't have to do, you don't have to be at this game. You don't have to be out here at all. So it's my choice. This is a public place. And and they're also now people who are always always telling me that that you know your police are people too and those people they're they're people in your community and they would never you know use that to overreach and control you. But we're seeing that now. Oh, exactly. They are doing that. Well, that, that, that's why there has to be balance. Like, I support first responders. I support people who lay down their life to protect me. Absolutely. And to keep my community safe and healthy. But you have to understand that when you hand over such an outrageous amount of power to the government, the only way they have to enforce and to wield that power is through the muscle end, and that's military and police. So that's always the irony of, of young people I'm talking to. They're like, man, guns are just so dangerous. We should just have them all confiscated. But in the next breath, they say, man, police brutality is really, that's going to be the civil rights issue of our generation. We can't turn a blind eye to that. Right. And it's like, okay, well, what you just suggested is that there is an oppressive force that is wielding too much power over the citizenship. 
And um, your solution to help with that is to make them the only armed people in our society. Right. That's like voting for only giving the bully the bats. And that just doesn't make any sense. Right. And that's obviously an extreme point of view. I just said, uh, you know, I respect and, you know, have a, have a, you know, respect for first responders and those sorts of people. But that's the line of thinking, right? And we have to be careful with what kind of power we give over. Exactly. Because you'd never know to what extreme it's going to be used against you. And there was another something uh, that someone said at another game where that sort of thing happened on the news the other day. And they, they stood up and said to the person not wanting to wear their mask, it costs you nothing to wear your mask here. And that just isn't true. No, that doesn't make sense at all. On a matter of principle, that doesn't make sense at all. Right. May, maybe not monetarily. Right. But it does. <laughs> yeah. And, and, mon- and yeah, that's an interesting thought. Because, like, the way we measure value in society is so much more than just income. You know what I mean? Right. And if that is your highest, if, if that is the highest measure that you have for, you know, value, I mean, that gets to a weird place. You know, that's a weird worldview to have. Yeah, where your principles take a backseat to money, which is ironic that that's what people accuse like the evil capitalists of doing. Right. So I thought that was just something interesting. Well, there's a lighter note on that. Um, have you seen this convoy of Canadian truckers? Yes. More yeah. power to them, bro. I know. Good job. I mean, you're you're speaking up. You're peacefully protesting. You're making a statement. And from what I understand, I think the uh, I think the Canadian government is going to work with them. That's good. Yeah. Ugh. All the stuff that Trudeau was doing too, just like staying away from media so he doesn't even have to talk to it. Oh, how, yeah. how weak He's is hiding that? from the media. How it's weak insane. is that? I'm surprised that the videos of him coming out with blackface isn't what scared him away from the media, but it was some truckers just standing up to his <laughs> yeah. authoritarian rule. So that's a weird value system. He's like, oh, I can hang with um, my past uh, blackface my situation. Blackface. Yeah super weird but yeah good for them i think that's all working the the next the next um hurdle with that truck situation is that um gofundme is wanting to they're pausing donations to them and see yeah i've always thought that this was going to be an issue with gofundme GoFundMe, because once they get politicized other other crowdfunding sites once they they decide they don't want to help fund something when it's not their money and it's not their choice to do that see yeah there needs to be someone to someone that legally looks into that so for instance when a when a a church, a nonprofit, accepts a donation. If they accept that donation under the um, the supposition or the the agreement that it's going to go toward a certain ministry or you know community endeavor or program, and they don't give the money to that program, then there's a problem. Major problems. And so uh, it's very confusing to me that GoFundMe can just pause donations to these people when obviously it's been allocated to them. Right. And I don't think they're. I don't think they can. And I think that's going to be a, something. Something to definitely watch in the future. Um, but yeah. So, um, do you want to move on to uh, the dump list? Yeah, I guess we'll move on to the dump list. So we're, this we're is coming up on our time here. I think this is the uh, the uh, list of worst movies you've ever seen. List of movies I hate the most. This is my official dump list, and I've referenced this a lot. Um, so people know what I'm talking about when I say the dump list in my social circles usually. Um, but it's basically my my top 10 list of worst movies or movies that I think are the worst. And it, it fluctuates. 
Um, it's like a rotating list. Yeah, of it's the a worst rotating list because sometimes I'll watch a movie and I'm like, man, that was a stinker. That <laughs> we're gonna we'll, and and we'll come back to it and we'll place it on the on the podcast so everybody knows where the dump list. Yeah, is. we need to do like a grand tour style. You remember when they would race the cars on their track and they would like slip one in the middle when it like beat the other one for how fast it was? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we should do that with the dump list. Exactly, and that's why I'm getting a whiteboard and we're gonna totally do that. That's good, and I'm just. You know, full clarity here. I am completely uninformed on 99% of these movies. <laughs> I'll throw in my two cents if I come across a movie clip here that I can watch in a few seconds and get my thoughts together. Sure. Yeah. Why not? But I'll explain why these are where they are. Where they are. So, so don't even worry about that, bud. All right. Number All right. one. Well, we're starting with number ten. Well, we'll number ten. Count, <laughs> count, count down to ten. Okay. <laughs> no, count down to one. Starting with ten. Doesn't matter. Number ten is going to be Jaws: The Revenge. And the reason it's number 10 is because it's not the worst on this list, but man, is it bad. Really? It's really bad. So, so isn't it, isn't it common knowledge that Jaws is pretty bad? You, sh- <laughs> you don't think? <laughs> the first two are good. Good? The third one is rough. <laughs> wow. They but went the, from good to rough? Good to rough. Yeah. It's a steep drop off too. And Wait, and how many are there? What number is this? There are four Jaws movies. And this is the fourth. This is the fourth. Oh. Yeah. And so kind of just set this up the original jaws movie they go out to find this shark that's eating people up from their beach and so they go out to the to hunt it in the ocean and they kill it just to make sure it doesn't kill anybody anymore right sure cool that's fine great classic next one happens same thing happens and nobody learns from their mistakes jurassic park situation and they just it's a do new the, shark it's a new shark <coughs> so, so things go the same way and and mind you, the sharks always blow up. So they blow up the first shark with a with a uh, oxygen tank. They blow up the second one. Um, it actually bites onto electric thing, which is pretty rad. Hmm. Okay, third one is in Sea World. They kind of had to do that. It's in Sea World. It's in Sea World, and it's 3D. Oh my gosh! And well, it's they have really to, with bad. The, with the third sequel, you have to do that. You have to do 3D. So it's Jaws 3D. I've never seen it in 3D, but I've always wanted to. How did that one blow up? Uh. So- <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how it goes the that one blew up because it was actually another bigger shark even bigger than the other ones and it got into sea world and they they threw a grenade no no, no. A guy had a grenade went into his mouth and got eaten and then they had to pull oh. the pin from his dead arm in the shark mouth. wow yeah and then that that's one gruesome. blew up and that one was cool because it was in 3d and the jaws actually blow up and come at you oh the from, jaws yeah the jaws from the shark come out in 3d at and you. shake at you yeah it was great wow uh so then the fourth one now remind you these are all three different sharks and now this fourth shark. Where are they coming from? Why don't they get to the heart of the issue? Nobody knows. Nobody knows where they're coming from. And they actually they That's moved. a good way to spend $83,000 million. Yeah. Get Figure to out where the, the heck situation. these killer sharks are coming from. So in the fourth one, what happens is um, there is a shark that apparently has remembered the other three sharks. He's held, avenging? Held a grudge oh on specifically my. the family from the first movie and has a psychic connection to the mom who's still alive no way i'm watching the trailer right hunts now. them down i might watch this yeah it's it's man let's see hold on there's an ad <laughs> waiting holding and here's the thing it is just a jaws movie 
So, I mean, if you're looking for things to eat people and, and it's just going to be a fun slash bloodbath kind of thing, maybe it's for you. So far, it looks exactly like the other ones. The thing that makes this one the worst, though, is is that psychic connection because the mom wasn't even there for the first shark exploding, and she remembers her husband remembering the other shark oh getting gosh. blown up. So it's just completely it's convoluted. Just, yeah, and confusing. it does None of it makes any sense. Well, um, the uh, and then the it, the way it dies at the end is so funny. Does it explode? I can't. It, oh, of course it explodes. But she jabs it with the point of the of a boat. And then it blows up for no reason. Oh, it just explodes. Yeah. Well, so the other ones. By now, have the like, audience just knows that that sharks inherently. The sharks explode. are gonna blow up, right? But the other ones had reasons to explode. There were like grenades or whatever. This one just <laughs> just blows up. It's well, the, great. the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is fifteen percent. Fifteen. Wow. And the ones from the reviewers is zero percent. And that's with fifty thousand ratings that yeah, it got consistently 15%. zero. Yeah. That's insane. All right, so All right, that's the worst. On. Moving on to number 14? No, moving on to number 9. Oh, I thought it was... No, it's 10. It's a top 10. <laughs> it's a bottom 10 list, starting with 10. <laughs> uh. Number 9 I have on here as The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. I've heard people tell me they actually like this movie, but I don't get it. Dude, this one's got 80%. It's pretty good. I know. I do not. I just don't get it. What the, do you not like about it? The whole thing. The premise is stupid. The, the cast... Seems like they don't get it. Is this it. the guy that ages in reverse? Yes. Huh. But that's all it is. It's a boring life backwards. It's a boring life backwards. It's a boring life backwards. That's no way to live your life. No. Hmm. No, it isn't. Uh, it's an epic fantasy tale with rich storytelling backed by fantastic performers. <laughs> you don't agree? I, I, I completely disagree. It's the It's one of the most boring things I've ever seen. Wow, the reviews are split. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. Never saw it, so I can't vouch for it. Don't watch it. The next one looks more interesting to me, but it has a terrible rating. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So number eight is gonna be Mission to Mars. Now this is a Disney film based on a Disney attraction, but this was before they had all the Pirates of the Caribbean thing going for them. Um, this was so a, they were testing it out. The idea of basing a, a movie film. on a attraction on an attraction, right? And and the idea is okay because it's like you know. And and just to be clear, I've only seen the end of this movie, but it's so bad that I had to put it on here. Like the finale is just terrible. It's so bad. How does it yeah. end? So first off, the animation in the ending is really bad. But they all get to Mars, obviously. Okay. And when they get there, as far as I know, there are alien creatures that tell them that so they're martians that seeded the earth originally that mm. started evolution so the martians are what did that and there's one guy who's like i have to stay behind it's my job but that doesn't make a whole lot of sense and also the animation in the end portion of it is so bad yeah well it's a 2000s movie so it's 2000 is when it came out yeah so. but then like i don't know there's a certain point where if it's like, if your technology can't do it, just do it practically. I know. That's, I totally agree. Well, I mean, I do, but then you think like, how does technology progress unless you, there's early adopters. But I feel yeah, the same way true. about the, like a lot of those like Disney, the tail end of like the Disney Renaissance movies, <clears throat> they all have these weird uh, CG scenes that just distract from the rest of the film. 
Yeah, I sort of agree with that. You're talking about like the Beauty and the Beast ballroom scene. Mm-hmm. Um, Hercules has one. Hercules. I think the where they one of the ones that actually did it really well though. It's it, you can it is noticeable, but not very much because there's Which so one? much going on. Is in uh, the Little Mermaid at the very end of that one. There's a scene where where Ursula is a computer generated character. In oh, the yes. but the rest of it going around it it's blends still... it well into its environment. And I think that's how they finally. They kind of figured it out. Well, not really, because Hercules came out after that. And, and that was and, just and terrible. The, yeah, that, that was one, like unashamed, just yeah, outright The, the Hydra in that was rough. To the really point where bad. it's like, it feels like a cutaway to a Nintendo 64 like preview. Yeah, like a cutscene. Yeah, like yeah. a cutscene. Man. But Very weird. As much as I love those movies, though, those scenes do kind of, you, you see them and you're just like, eesh, that did not age well. All right, next on my list is going to be number seven, Click. Click. Adam Sandler's Click. The reason I hate this movie so much is twofold. First, I don't like Adam Sandler. I agree. And that seems to be controversial. For some reason. But I don't like him. And the reason I don't like him is because, and he shows it very well in this movie, he acts like he hates to act. Like, why do people keep putting me in these movies? He can't act. And I think he does hate what he does. For a living. Have you seen him do an interview? But he's freaking he rich, so just up, suck it up. He shows up to like to, to talk shows with like nachos on his shirt and like dirty flip flops and it's like, who are you? I don't yeah, get like, it. And and I don't know. Sixty six percent audience score. So. I guess I haven't seen any movie I haven't seen a lot of movies with him in it, but any movie I have seen with him in it, I did not like. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Not, uh, a, fan. not a fan of his comedy either. This felt- movie does have Fonzie in it. What's his real name? Uh, that would be Who knows? Henry Winkler. Oh, yep. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, just hate click. And also, it was another thing because I finally watched it after. Because on all those movies we used to watch a long time ago, there was always ads for click. It was supposed to, yeah, supposed it, to be a big click deal. Click felt like a really big deal in my childhood, and I don't think I ever even watched it. No. So that's why I finally went back and watched it, and I was like, this has to be good because it was a major deal. It was everywhere, and, and it was just awful. So moving on, next on the list, number six is Netflix's Bright featuring Will Smith. This was another movie that got a ton of press. I had like Instagram ads. Every time I opened Netflix, it was like jumping out at me, trying to get me to watch it. Because it was so bad that nobody even wanted to watch it. But so here's the there thing. are movies that are train, wreck, train wrecks that so people you, do want to watch. But You have the opposite opinion of, of the Rotten Tomato score here because the audience score is 83%, which is uh, probably the highest no, we've no, had no, so no, far. No, no. But the... Uh, the um, reviewer, score. yeah, the critic score, twenty-seven. Yeah, so and, why and was I would it? say that's even a little high. And you've seen it? I've seen it. And why do you think the audience score would be so much higher than the actual critic review? Because normally be, it's the other way around. That would be the, uh, the race thing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you think that the it's audience like fell for it? Like, I think they did. But the reviewers didn't. The nope. critics didn't. Because it's that sure? bad. It's that bad. It's that bad that the critics couldn't be like... Because it's like alien racism, right? No. So what it is, is it's in a fantasy world. And the way that they did this correctly was in the movie... Um, what is Disney's... On, uh, Pixar's Onward. Onward. Right. That did it correctly. But it's like, what if a world like um, Lord of the Rings progressed to today? So you had those same sorts of creatures. And the magic was still there. And they were... It was now times. 
Um, but then the way they went with it was okay like now orcs are at the bottom of the totem pole and everybody hates them and the whole movie oh. is about this orc that is a cop now listen to this uh, critic consensus is pretty harsh okay bright tries to blend fantasy hard hating cop drama and social commentary and ends up failing painfully short of On all, all three, three of them. fronts yep that's a that's <laughs> apt wow <laughs> apt man that's a bummer because uh because like smith yeah actually i don't like will smith as a actor or as a musician you know what it, I, but I, I like having him around i like seeing him on tv and every so often he'll do a drama that's pretty good and you know what i did like hitch i thought that was an an okay movie that was all right oh i don't like blart oh so so don't watch that then. yeah what's his name <laughs> uh kevin hart nope uh, costner Man, he better not listen to this. He'll be so sad. Paul Blart. <laughs> Paul Blart. We all know. All right, next oh, on the list. That's going to kill me now. <laughs> next on the list, I've got uh, number five, Cars 2. All right. We should all know this by now. Everybody should have seen this movie. Nope. Yeah. Everybody should have see seen it. this. That's fine. Don't. Cause, and, and the beauty of it is you can skip this movie to watch Cars 3. It's so bad that di- Pixar was even like, you know what? Let's Let's forget about this. Um, I have never seen it. I probably won't just because I've heard so much Cars 2 slander out in the world. Yeah. That I, there's no need. I will say Cars 3 is the best Cars film of all time. It is very good. I like The Cars best. 3. Let me tell you what Cars 2 does wrong. It takes the things from the first movie and throws them all away. So it thought what people wanted were the race <laughs> and more Mater. Which is not true. Which isn't true. What we liked about it was the heart of a big city, you know, car <laughs> coming to this little town and learning about. Yeah, it's a, know, well, it's a classic learning. story, right? Yeah. It's like this hotshot comes into town and he actually has to. He gets it handed to him, and you know, there's like some local expert, you know, there's right. like a little bit of like a Mr. Miyagi kind of situation happening in there. It's almost. I mean, it's like a coming of age story because it's like he f- he figures out how to be a better, you know a better racer and he matures by, by, yeah he matures by being with this group of ragtag people in this little dinky town and they just throw it all away oh, they just throw it away for just Larry the Cable give Guy give you Larry the Cable Guy the movie but, and, and pee jokes and fart jokes and, oh really it gets more oh, crude oh it goes so DreamWorks oh that drives me crazy um but the thing that uh I hated about the first one you know this oh that'd be Rascal Flats. the worst soundtrack <laughs> of all uh, time. I will... Mm, so, I will give you that with the Rascal Flats, but no. The Randy Newman soundtrack to that is good. And they brought it... They, they went away from it in Cars 2, which is another thing that didn't work. And I like Michael Cicchino. He did the score for the second one. No, I don't like... Good. The reason I don't like the score in the third one, which is what you're saying was the best, It is Randy right? Newman, but that feels Cars. Mm-mm. I don't think so. I think it feels like Toy Story. It feels Pixar. And here's the problem. You're, you want like an aggressive race scene to happen and all of a sudden these like these like violin swells and these like, it's like you can hear like heavens but clouds parting. But you also parting. don't want Rascal Flats. No, no one wants Rascal <laughs> Flats. I can't believe people listen to that band unironically. The thing is though, is that works with NASCAR. That's the problem. I don't care. That's the that, problem is that that, that 
that goes when you think NASCAR, you think Rascal Flats. I don't think about NASCAR. No, I know, and neither I don't think about Rascal Flats either. But if you had to think about NASCAR, <laughs> you were gonna think life is a highway. Oh my gosh, I hate it. I hate it so much. That's why that movie never connected for me. Cars one, I would start getting into the story, and then that freaking annoying band would start blasting at my face. You know what you could do though? You could watch Cars one, skip the Rascal Flats song watch song it's only yeah. one song yeah oh my gosh it felt yeah, like it was just... just coming at me from left and right <laughs> it's one song it's one song oh my gosh i can't tell you how many times it's it's played in the movie i haven't watched it in a while but you could watch the first cars movie skip the rascal flat song move on to herbie fully fully loaded because that one still holds up pretty good i like you herbie. Could take that to the bank <laughs> <laughs> and then skip cars two and watch cars three but i like the old herbies better oh yeah dude Mm-hmm. That we need to do a whole. We should whole just marathon those. Yeah, marathon Herbie That'd and be buy great. an old bug at the end. Okay, we got to move it along here, but <laughs> <laughs> we're we're getting too much into the Herbie. Uh, number four on my list is gonna be Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. So this one also has a high audience score. Well, semi high, seventy three. It's not the best, uh, but the critic score is fifty eight percent. Yeah, I know people that really liked this movie. Um, but I, I don't know. It, from a filmmaker's standpoint, which I'm not a filmmaker, but I watched a lot of movies and I know what a good movie is. And what a good movie is, is good acting, a good story, <laughs> um, good animation team. Well, it's the suspension of disbelief, right? It, well, if any these are one the of, things that make up a good That's crew. what I'm saying. Well, and any one of those things falls short and you're like, oh, I'm watching a movie. It takes you out of. Yes. Right. It takes you out of that place. So this movie falls short on two of them, which, well, and it, I guess it falls two. short on all three of them. Because the, the, the I, Gal Gadot is good. She's I've actually good seen as, this one. So she's can, good as yeah. Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the cast is not super believable as their characters they're trying to be. And also... Who is that? Who is the, the um, cat lady? Um, who is that actress? Could not tell you. She... I couldn't take her I, seriously I the whole time. I repressed most of this movie, so except for the soundtrack was was actually pretty good. Was it? Yeah. I don't remember. I just remember disliking it. Yeah. The well, the the main score is from uh, Hans Zimmer and uh, and Junkie XL. It's actually pretty good. Outside yeah. of the movie, I think it falls short in pretty much all of those areas. The the special effects were weird with like the rope <clears throat> that felt weird. Yeah, the, the cat the makeup and and costume was distractingly better than cats, bad. The movie, though. We're not talking <laughs> about cats movie. That's despicable. <laughs> we're gonna so gross. Blow past that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Then also there are scenes if you watch it again where you see green screen in people's glasses and windows and stuff like that, which is stupid. But also the story once again, isn't very good. And I thought the same thing about the first Wonder Woman, which people love the first Wonder Woman. Well, because all the other aspects. But I don't care about the villains in those movies, usually. Um, I just And the story falls short every time. It's just, they're not compelling enough. Uh, so that's why it's number four on my list. Number three, we're going with A Wrinkle in Time. And Jared Murphy, if you're listening to this, I've been to a lot of movies with Jared, and this is the first and only time I've ever seen him walk out of a movie theater. No way. In the middle. He left in the middle? It was he that bad? He left in the middle. And, and granted, we all had MoviePass at this time, so we were seeing this movie for free. Mm. <laughs> but, which, like, shut up, MoviePass. That guy really, like... No, that was a pyramid scheme. 
No. That, that was some kind of Ponzi scheme. I know. That guy ruined his entire professional career for the rest of his life so that we could see movies for free. <laughs> That's true. So shout out to that guy. Whatever well, someone paid is. for it. I think the film industry had to pay for it right before a global pandemic. So It sounded, it made it like when they described MoviePass to us, it made so much sense. No, it didn't. I remember I remember hearing about it on Glenn Beck, <laughs> and Glenn Beck was like, the math doesn't make sense on this. But, but we're gonna be going to the movies yeah. for free forever. Right. Man, and that was a great time. But back to a wrinkle in time. Um, there's flying lettuce lady for some reason. Uh, there is, um, I don't remember if it was Oprah Winfrey or Whoopi Goldberg. They're, be- they're basically the same person. And well, there's <laughs> except for Whoopi Goldberg was trying to convince us all last week that, uh, that World oh, War I didn't, II, I heard people talk the about the Holocaust it, was not about racism. What? Yeah. Makes no no freaking sense. <laughs> what? On a daily How? basis, she will say Republicans are all white racists. So it's like, okay, the Republican Party is this evil racist ideology, but Nazism but not Nazis. is about <laughs> like the inequality of like man and man, some some bullcrap. And I didn't make any sense. To to clear up the record, this was Oprah Winfrey, and she's not a Holocaust denier. Wait, that was Oprah Winfrey? No. Oh, in the movie. In, in okay. the Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, okay. So Oprah Winfrey in this movie. Um, Kelly Kapoor, I don't remember her real name, uh, but she's in this one and she's, the whole thing is weird where she, she doesn't speak in regular words. She only speaks in quotes. Mm. Um, so that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. The story doesn't make a whole lot of sense moving through. I could not, I, right now I could not tell you the plot because I don't understand what I watched. I you, didn't get it. You can tell people hated it because it's 5,000 ratings and it's 26%. <laughs> But what drives me crazy is there are 300 reviewers that came in and gave it 43, which is almost twice the rating. No. Yeah. And that I think that was the worst thing of about it for me is that not only was like the visuals weird and the characters didn't make a whole lot of sense, but especially the story. I don't even know what it was about. I, did, I don't know how or what or what I watched. So it was, it was awful. Next, I've got number two on my list is Minions. I hate Minions. <laughs> I hate them. They're pretty I hate terrible. them in Despicable Me. I hate when people, you know, post pictures of them all over the place for I some reason. I don't know why they've caught on like this. I hate the way they talk. I hate the color of them. <laughs> I, I hate everything about Minions. All of it. But you have to admit that they've been engineered so that old ladies and children love them i don't know how i don't know why what the draw is because i get it they're really annoying they're i i understand where you're coming from it's the they worst are the worst i just ugh. so here's here's my problem too with the minions and i say this about a lot of different movies is that i hate when there is a character in a movie that has a throwaway character that's just there for comedic relief. Right. They don't and add so, anything of value, anything of depth, and I feel like every single minion is, is that. that character. And that's what I was going to bring up. That is what the minions are, and that is what Mater is in Cars 2. Right, and that's why I hated Mater in the original movie. That's why it doesn't work. He has no the, purpose. You don't make your comedy relief. It'd be like doing Jar Jar Binks the movie. You right. don't do that. Right. Okay, next. And, oh, so before I get to number one... I have a couple of honorable mentions. One of them we already dishonorably mentioned. That would be Cats, the movie. Haven't seen it, but it, it's. I'm not gonna watch. Based that. on the play. Based I, on. I watched. The, I watched enough. Yeah, TikTok commercials for it. Right. It is so it's like I'm horrendous. not. Horrendous. I haven't seen it, so it's not gonna be on my list. But I'm not gonna watch that. I'm not. Dishonors. 
dishonorably discharged. Dishonorably discharged from the list. Uh, next on my dishonorable mentions is going to be, and I hate this to do this to my boy, <laughs> Who? Tim Allen. No, Santa Claus. Zoom. <gasps> Zoom is terrible. Tim, and, and it shouldn't be, because well, and I guess, but anyways, no, it's terrible. Tim Allen, Courtney Cox, and Chevy Chase are all in this movie. But it's terrible. But it's terrible. And when you think about it, all three of those people, I could probably think of how to do a movie with Chevy Chase and, and Courtney Cox, or probably a movie with Chevy Chase and Tim Allen, or Tim Allen and Courtney Cox, any other way. Was that a Disney movie? Yes. Was Sky High a Disney movie? Yeah. Sky so, High was a lot better. I think it I was love- better, but I still didn't care for it. I think, I think what Disney was doing is they were trying to get superhero franchises moving before they had Marvel. Oh yeah, that's what I'm pretty sure. That's all that was what broke the camel's back, and they're like, you know what? Why don't we just These buy them working. out? <laughs> yeah, not working. <laughs> this is not happening. So yeah, God, I hate Zoom. So those are our two dishonorable mentions. I'm oh, sure. I thought you had I'm, more. I'm sure there are more. Well, they'll come up in conversation later on. Yeah, well, and we'll take them or throw them off of the dump list or whatever. All right, number one. Garbage Pail Kids, the movie, in my opinion, is the worst movie ever made. So this has a 0% rating from the reviewers and 27% from the audience. The That's ta- pretty bad. The tagline from this movie was the first movie based on a trading card franchise or something to that effect. That sounds like a disaster. And waiting to hopefully happen. it'll be the last. Oh my gosh. So, but okay. Isn't the whole idea of Garbage Pail Kids just to be gross and unappealing anyway? Yes, it is. So why would that make a it's good a movie? It's a parody of Cabbage Patch Dolls. It's a yeah, it's a parody of Cabbage Patch Dolls. And here's the thing: I actually collect Garbage Pail Kids. I actually really like Garbage Pail Kids, the the actual the carts because they're mm-hmm. funny. But the thing is, is when you put that into like a movie, and you try to, I don't know, they tried to. I'm not sure what they were trying to do, <laughs> but they were trying to like stitch some story together around these garbage pail kids i'm pretty sure from what i remember they come from space in a garbage pail and then they (laughs) land down on earth and they're just disgusting the whole time the uh the box office grossed six hundred and sixty one (laughs) thousand dollars really (laughs) oh that's they had to spend more than that to make the movie man those costumes alone had to cost more than that that's crazy dang yeah it's just and, and I get that that's the point of it, is that they're gross and that it's weird, but it does it... I don't know. I think there's a way to do that. It does it unsuccessfully. That. Well, right. there is. It's called Ren and Stimpy. There you go. And exactly. It's, Ren and Stimpy's golden. I love it. <laughs> when I'm sick at home on a Saturday morning, nothing hits like Ren mm-hmm. and Stimpy. Nothing hits that spot. Or, oh yeah, even uh, Invader Sim sort of does that. Yeah, same kind of thing. It's like grotesque, but it's also like there's an... It's likable. There's some sort of likable character. Like that would be like if they made a movie out of Gur. That would be just terrible. Yeah, exactly. That wouldn't work. But Gur adds a little bit of levity to this terrible world exactly. <laughs> of Invader Zim. <laughs> yeah, so... So go over your list, recap them real quick Definitely, yeah, going over the list and definitely... Um, I would recommend you watching all of these, just so you know no, how good you have it. don't do that. Don't waste your time. You're just, already wasting your time on this just podcast. Just so you know how good you have it. Okay, number 10, we had Jaws the Revenge. Number 9, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Number 8, Mission to Mars. Number 7, Click. Number 6, Bright. Number 5, Cars 2. Number 4, Wonder Woman 1984. Number 3, A Wrinkle in Time. Number 2, Minions. And number 1, Garbage Pail Kids. Garbage Pail Kids. How great. Wow. 
Well, that was quite a uh, robust list of terrible movies. They probably grossed like $17 all collectively when that was all said and done. They're all just gross. So this is your (laughs) reminder to, uh, on this lovely weekend, take some time and watch a good movie worth watching. Or watch 10 really bad movies. 10 terrible ones and tell all your friends about it. Put together your own dump list and spread the, the, I guess, the bad news about the dump list of movies. Also, um, don't take news headlines too seriously. Definitely Go crazy. And uh, it doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. None of this makes sense. The podcast doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) There is something to be said about that, though. You know, if anything, it's like that advice um, you hear often. It's like heavily repeated about investing. If something doesn't make sense to you, don't put your money into it. If a technology confuses you, don't put your money into it. If the world is confusing, don't engage. Spend time with things that are life-giving, with people that you love, conversation that's, you know, fruitful. And call back to last week. Um, I think that's kind of why I like to dress up like a dumb. Because other things tend to not make sense. Because you understand. <laughs> I understand Because your that. feeble mind can only <laughs> comprehend dressing up like a dumb. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Excuse me. All right. Watch a good movie. Watch a couple bad movies. Dress up like a dumb. And don't take the news too seriously. That's a good note. Good note. Good note to end on. Basically, get down tonight. Get down. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye.